Whoa. Well, hello. This is me, Nick. Nick, the host of Nick Flanagan Weekly, and you're listening to Nick Flanagan Weekly, and I'm glad you are. Thank you. This is a podcast about nothing. This is the Seinfeld of podcasts. Without the frickin' huge salaries, am I right? Wow, did they get paid well. And you know what? They deserved it. At the time, we didn't know how things would go with all of them. They were doing a great job. So, it's Sunday. I'm here. I'm in a bedroom. Kind of hunched over. Arms crossed in a protective stance. Just feeling the sun outside. Feeling good. Feeling a little worried, feeling a little carefree, feeling a little tied up. The contradictory feelings are just blasting through my body right now, and it's wild. And let me try to visualize a color. You know, sometimes you just got to visualize the color of how you feel. So I'm going to just take a moment and tell you. I mean, I'm seeing velvet, which isn't even really a color. But I'll take it. So I'm in a velvet vibe. And that's cool. Kind of stylish in a goth 90s sort of Tori Amos way. And I'll take it. By the way, if you're a kid and you're listening and you're like, who's Tori Amos? Check it out. She had a whole thing going on. Yeah, I'm just uh, happy to be here it's always been it's still kind of tricky recording these because i'm like back in the space that i used to be in and time is a flat circle and a construct and it's not absolute so it's just hard to wrap my head around time and if you have any comments about you know how you view time or if you want to tell me what colors you visualize when you close your eyes, write weeklypodcast at gmail.com. Please, W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Anyway, uh, it's a weekend. It's a long weekend here in Canada. And one of my favorite things to do on the weekend is to wander around looking for what people have left on their lawns. And I don't know, this area I'm in didn't really have much of it. I'm seeing pictures online. There's some real finds to be had out there. But all I saw today was a a coffee maker and a uh, beat-up French-English dictionary. Those could mean a lot to you if you are planning to move to France and have no coffee maker. But for and and you also have a universal kind of uh, plug to fit into the uh, North American plug. But for me they just weren't the right things so the hunt for good deals is still on and god darn it i'll find it i'm also trying to like finally sell off all of the things i have from deals from thrifting from all of this i uh have a bunch of stuff and i'm trying to get rid of it and i've been meaning to do it for a long time and slowly doing it but now it's like let's freaking do it I put up a store of clothing I have on something called Depop. Yeah, maybe I'll put the link in the episode, but <laughs> you can see all the goofy crap I'm trying to sell. It's pretty, pretty ridiculous. And uh, it's funny when you have a discerning eye, but it's only just for things 
you think are kind of neat. So I have like not one but two blue shirts that have no images on them and just text. One is a long sleeve that says basketball on it. There's no teams. There's no nothing. It just says basketball. The other one is a blue t-shirt and it just says Captain Crunch in kind of a um, like digital lettering I would describe. Like the kind of lettering you might see on like a uh, robot wristwatch box. Um, but it with tood. A little more tood than usual. So yeah, I don't know. This is. I'm also planning on returning to comedy someday. That would be fun. If you're listening to this before Tuesday, May 25th, I'll be part of In the Green Zoom, as I always am, live streaming at 10 p.m. Eastern. But, yeah, and I don't even know what to do. Am I supposed to email people now? Because Canada is on a bit of a different vaccination schedule than other places. Toronto is still kind of shut down, so it's not like there are shows happening right now. There are just uh, shows to be. And that's very uh, abstract to me as a neurodivergent, absent-minded gadfly. It's hard for me to go, well, there will be shows sometime and then write people to like set the table. But hopefully I do that because, you know, I do want to come back to doing live comedy as much as I can. I think it's been a huge gap in my life and there's a lot of other work I need to do, but I'm willing to take the time out, maybe reduce the old gaming, and perform ha-has for majority vaccinated people, I guess. I am half-vaxxed, half as they call it. I got my Moderni shot last week, and I was talking to my buddy, and he was like, oh yeah, that's cool, it has the same distribution mechanism is Pfizer and I was just like I don't know what you're saying I just I just let them do it you know if you're in the arts or whatever you're pretty much held hostage by getting vaccinated but that's a good thing <laughs> in my opinion I don't have a problem being vaccinated I've been vaccinated my whole life just recently I was vaccinated for like hepatitis and stuff how come no one is being like Complaining about the hepatitis vaccine, putting microchips in us. You know, it's because they know that hepatitis is bad. Essentially, the people who don't want to get vaccinated are people who are like, I'm not going to get COVID. And I'd like to think I won't get COVID, but, you know, I kind of want to make sure I don't. And I want to be able to perform a bunch without getting COVID and then spreading it around like butter on a raisin bread loaf hot out the oven melting into our bloodstream and then we got problems but yeah I really am trying to like sort out why people are like what the logic is in being anti-vaccination I mean it's a fine line I guess like I think that I've said this it's just like by default, these are the worst COVID vaccines that will be released because they're the first ones. So that's just a fact. How much better will the other ones be? How bad are these ones? Probably not going to be a huge difference. But, you know, don't be scared. 
And you know what? Yes, you don't. I suppose you'd rather have a child who doesn't have like challenges that they don't have to have. But if you do, you'll deal with it and they'll deal with it, ideally. And if you're not, you know, and if you can't, maybe no child. Just a thought. And then people are talking about like people dying from COVID uh, vaccines, which I don't think that's what killed DMX. People even said that killed DMX. He had COVID when he died. So maybe he got vaccinated and, you know, also had COVID and then, you know, maybe took some drugs and died. I mean, I don't think it was the vaccine. I don't think a lot of the people who died had the vaccine. That's what they always used to do. They would go, it's just like so many total contradictions, right? Because like when people were dying of COVID, they'd go, oh, well, they had pre-existing conditions. You don't have to worry. But like one of the only reasons you'd probably get sick if you got a COVID vaccine was if you had a pre-existing condition you didn't know about that interacted somehow with this shit. But they're all like, no, you're just going to stop menstruating and your blood will become this one sort of, you know, it'll all come together like a, like your body is a, in a freezer and all the blood is the giant blood ice cube in your body. Well, that's not going to... I'm a doctor who has done it their own... Re- what am I a doctor of? Fun. But that counts. And I can tell you straight up from the bottom of my little heart that it's not happening. You'll be fine. Get it. I don't want to call it the jab or anything. I'm not into people over-celebrating it, you know. But why not? And you know what? I got to do it. There are so many aspects of my life that don't involve conforming (laughs) that I'm willing to conform on this one based on how well not conforming has gone in the past. (laughs) Got a problem with me laughing a little bit while I talk? Write shweeklypodcast at email.com. And why is that a different address than the other address? It's because it's a fake address because I don't want to hear it if you're going to send me complaints. Encouragement I'll take, though. All the encouragement in the world. And on a plus note, I am watching Beverly Hills 90210 Season 3. We're getting through it. It is incredible television. It is maybe the peak of that show. The DVDs are missing the original music, and you may say, big deal. Look up the music that was on Beverly Hills 90210, and you will understand why it is a big deal. It's just perfect if you see the songs they used. So I wish that that were part of the shows, but don't. it doesn't ruin the show that the music isn't in there. It's still real high quality. Shannon Doherty. Oh, Luke Perry. E. Donna. Oh. So you got to get in there. And, you know, you could even probably show it if you're like a nostalgia person and you are with someone or you want to watch it with someone else and they haven't watched the show, you can do it. I saw this happen before my own eyes. Someone who had never watched it and couples with me is... (laughs) watching it with me and entertained by it so it's that good 
And yes, it's nostalgia. I realize today I've been nostalgic since like the age of 12. As soon as I was 12, I was like, you know, I'm too old for G.I. Joes, but it would be nice to go back and revisit those days. <laughs> when I was like, as soon as I could get like old video games on my computer in like 1998, I was like, let's do this. You know, it was, uh, nostalgia is just a reminder that we're alive and I constantly need it. Not just that we're alive, but that I have lived. So put that in your pipe. Don't smoke it. Hang on to it. Keep the pipe in your mouth. Wander around. And when you get stressed out, light that pipe. And do an ollie on a half pipe. Do I sound downbeat? I'm not. But I just read Death of a Salesman for the first time. For the first time. It's a play by Arthur Miller. You might have heard of it might have heard of the protagonist, Willie Loman. Heavy book. So I'm just drinking that in while trying to tell you whatever it is I'm trying to tell you when I do a podcast episode. Which is frankly not much, but always fun. Death of a Salesman. There's a little bit of a spoiler in the title, but still an enjoyable read. And probably an enjoyable watch. And maybe when I get back into the... Uh, Swing of things, live-wise. Maybe I'll do a one-man performance of Death of a Salesman. So I can be everybody, so I don't feel like Willie Loman. You know, you watch that and you look at the people. If you play Willie Loman, that's a bummer for you. But it's an interesting book. It's about generational dishonesty and the impact of it. It's about dishonesty in general. And hope... And also about what the title says. I'd love to... They should make a movie someday where they, like, combine iconic characters, you know? Like, do Death of a Salesman, but, like, the, the Corleone family somehow. Like, he's trying to sell steak knives to the Corleone family. I'd love to see a Willie Loman, Vito Corleone uh, conversation. Which makes me wonder if uh, Marlon Brando was ever in the, the play. If you know the answer to that, I set an email address at the beginning of the podcast, and you can write that and let me know if Marlon Brando ever played with uh, a character, most likely Biff, in Death of a Salesman. Well, I'm going to take a break now, shove off. I'll be back this week, hopefully with more episodes. But I just want to check in, say hi, give you a little food for thought. And, uh, I don't know, food for thought and water for um, wisdom. All right? That's the best I got. Playing again. Weekly.